The following podcast is brought to you by Radio Southland and New Zealand On Air. Radio Southland is a community access media station based in Invercargill, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, radiosouthland.org.nz, for our contact details. The following program may contain music with language or themes which some might consider offensive. We advise discretion. And now, coming to you from the pulsating heart of urban Invercargill, come in, pull up a comfy chair, kick your shoes off, and put these on. TNN, the new normal, are proud to welcome you in to the Fluffy Slipper Lounge. Kia ora welcome into the Fluffy Slipper Lounge, coming to you via Radio South and 96.4 FM. We are TNN, the new normal, Darren and Linda Ludlow. Kia ora. I'm not sure how new or normal we are. Well, I'm tra- I'm, you know, I was just <laughs> pondering the same thing. I think after what, bloody nearly three years, yeah. it's not new. And it sure as hell it's still ain't normal. Been, it's never been normal. No, that's the beauty of it. <laughs> that's what I love about you. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Which is convenient. Um, I was given Valentine's Day this week also. Well, true. Mm-hmm. Uh, or London, London Day is. is yes, true that. And then you went and bought me a Prezi. Which I don't normally do, folks, just to be clear. Uh, we don't normally do Valentine things these days. Um, but I, though I had to strike while the iron was hot with this one, so I did. Mm. Um, so, okay, that's actually it's really cool. Um, <clears throat> gone are the days when <laughs> we used to buy each other a packet of durries. <laughs> Here's a packet of Roddy's 20. Yeah. <laughs> Dunny's 25s, there you go. Yeah, get here's some Marlboro for a treat. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, we couldn't afford it now, to be perfectly no, honest. Heck. It's, it's not only expensive if more we can. last us a year if we were. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One packet. There you go, we're saving up, we're just taking out a mortgage for either a packet of cigarettes or a pint of milk. Yeah. And ponder this for a second, Batman. Uh, sorry there. <laughs> Batwoman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Why is it more expensive to buy bottled water than it is to buy petrol, which is not cheap? No. Nor mm. essential. Hmm. Well. <laughs> to human existence, actually. Well, true. Um, but, yes. Mm. Very handy. And why, mm, why do New Zealanders need to buy bottled water? I completely appreciate that there are circumstances in which you cannot get to a tap. Yes. But, generally speaking, we can turn on the tap and have water. Why do birds suddenly appear? There you go. (laughs) That's why I married it. Uh, so many philosophical questions will be posed in this particular <laughs> yes, episode. That could be the deepest of them all. We'll be looking at things that have happened in the past week, happened this week, happening this weekend, uh, what we were doing last weekend. Um, <laughs> I can't even remember. Well, you, I'll remind you <laughs> shortly. Okay. Uh, there's an incredible piece of beatboxing uh, that Lindell has found. And a very successful uh, weekend for uh, our two favourite sportsmen in, or sports persons in the motorsports fields, what we have been following over the summer. Um, interesting selection, that you, as always, that you've made for uh, our first track this week. For me, the opening stanza uh, reminds me of my years at Fovo FM. When I did the birthday calls. Oh. Because I had an instrumental version of the song on a CD that I used to play. And it oh, was the, the track that I always ran underneath the birthday calls. Ah. Well, I don't, don't know anybody's birthday this week. Uh, I don't think. Apart no. from famous persons who keep telling me it's their birthday on Instagram. J-Rod, who I caught up with on Thursday for lunch on oh. a surprise visit. Uh, it was his 31st last week. Oh. I, well, did, mm. did you... Speak to him about his non-appearance. At the uh, event? Yes. Yes. Ah, and his excuse was what? 
he was not in the province. Oh, right. Doesn't need a wiki computer or a phone either, obviously. Well, <laughs> I'll never forgive you, J-Rod. Yeah. <laughs> Coming for you. I, I, I ended up with uh, an email from him, not even a text, on uh, Thursday saying, oh, are you in your office? And when I was back in my office briefly, yep, I'm here till two. And he mysteriously appeared about. Oh, well, there you go. But he did, he did buy me lunch. Ah, well. Which was nice. Excellent. So, Still coming for you. Yep. I'll find you. Glad I was there. <laughs> glad it's not me. So anyway, back to the song. Yes. Um, it's from the late Michael Jackson, who interestingly, the Michael Jackson sort of tribute performer concert tour thing was in Invercargill this week. I see there's, uh, oh, was it? Um, yeah. I see there's a Prince one on the rounds as well. Is that a fact? Yes. It's either going to be really good or not. Yeah, and I, I'm half tempted, but then I'm like, oh, I don't really do tribute things because it's still, back, even if they're really, really good. Back in the um, early 90s, I think, a group of buddies from Rep, um, this after I've done the first, at least my first play with them, we went to a guy called Mike King, who, no, sorry, Mike Elbert, who <laughs> played the King. It was oh. an Elvis tribute. Uh, no, it was really good. Oh. It was a, a big band. Um, yeah, I see. I and suppose. we were up in the dress circle, so it's not like we were up close. Yeah. Down. That's, that's not good. No, because sometimes you have to close your eyes at tribute things, right? Yeah. Especially Elvis ones, because there's a rare. Well, and it was the sparkly jumpsuit, but not quite fat Elvis. Oh, yes. You know? And look, you know, the Pink Floyd experience, you can't wow. You can't not think that they're the real thing, actually. They're, they're I did. outstanding. When I first heard them, I was yeah. standing outside the Civic Theatre, and I thought, why are they playing a Pink Floyd CD? And went in, and oh, my goodness. Yeah, and they almost look the part, actually, to be fair. Um, so that kind of stuff's really good, but I don't, because, you know, there's a purple bit in my heart, um, mm. I don't think I could go to Prince tribute show thing. We are, as a side note, uh, we have secured tickets to another show. <laughs> well, we have. It could be a hoot, I think. It'd better be. <laughs> yes, it'd better be. So now, that the, now that the flights are half-priced. Yes. <sighs> so we're going to Tenacious D. Tenacious D and the, something about meatballs tour. Uh, and it'll, we're going to the Auckland one. Yes, because I have stuff on on the Wednesday. Can't go in Wellington, so we're going to Auckland. Ah, well, and it'll also be our first flight on the direct jet. Oh, for me anyway. Yes, have I've you been taken one, it? Yes, I've been once. Okay, not that jet flight is new for us, but it's been a long time since I got on a jet in Invercargill. Yeah, we'll have to go through the security system with I know. our friends. So that means we'll have to go. Go there uh, and put something inappropriate that's in my what we suitcase. We were doing last weekend. Um, we will have to go there three days beforehand in order to, to get through that process. Yes. However, that'll be fun. We will so update you more about that. So that's not till July. So look out. You've got a couple of months of us talking about tenacious D. So last weekend we, we were at dinner with with a, a friend of ours, longtime friend of yours, yep. um, who works in airport security. Yes. Very interesting discussion. Yes. Sort of stuff that the scanner picks up. Yes. Mm. It's a worst nightmare, actually, isn't it? If you've <laughs> well, the one thing that, that if you've got to hide something, in your yes. The one thing it notices is batteries. Well, and because you can't, because everything's of all descriptions is USB charged often now. Um, they haven't built batteries. You can't put them in your checked-in luggage. No, you've got to carry it. You've got to your... carry them in your hand luggage. Mm. So if it's if it's a happy stick. If it's something, you know, not for general consumption maybe, you've got to put it in your hand luggage. And then, I guess, if you like Christchurch, is anal about what you, you know, when you go through. They asked you to <laughs> take it out. and. Well, and you've got to take your boots off and, you know, they're really yep. security in Christchurch, even for domestic flights, is really tight, right? So <laughs> if you've got something in your hand luggage, they're not only seeing it, they're seeing who it belongs to, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> like you'd be walking through and there'll be an image on there. They're looking at you going, uh huh. And then you wonder, I can't help wondering if there's some secret signal that they've got between the workers that goes on. Because at the checkout, we used to have the girls, us young girls who giggled when somebody bought condoms, you know, um, we'd have secret signals that we used to to say, oh, this guy's bought condoms. This is a. (laughs) Follow them home. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Pick this one. Or, ooh, this guy's bought condoms. That's optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't help wondering if the staff have got something. Just thinking Security about Security staff raincoat. have got something. Oh, oh dear my Lord. God, we've gone down a rabbit hole. Oh, yes, we have. Uh, anyway, so that, uh, uh, back, we, to, back we, to the song. Right, yes. <laughs> Black or white, black or by white. the way. Yes, also um, X-ray vision, so black and white, aren't they? Mm. So there you go. Uh, so, uh, we haven't played any Michael Jackson to speak of, really. Not by my choice, and I love his work. Mm. Um, Me too. Coincidentally, 30 years ago, uh, for the Super Bowl, the NFL Super Bowl, which was this week, Getting of this week for us. Um, 30 years ago, Michael Jackson was the halftime entertainment. Mm. And between, and it was the uh, Dallas Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills. Did you not reading this? No, it's in my head, randomly. Um, and the Chicago Bulls won, I think. Anyway. The what? They're a basketball. I team. mean the um, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys won. Sorry. <laughs> I'm seeing red. We, we watched. I'm singing red and black and blue and white. Um, well, no, we watched the um, what was it? The movie with Michael Jordan and Looney Tunes. Oh, <laughs> God, what's it called? Yeah, that one. Then the following week, what they had the, the Looney Tunes one. Yeah. Oh, Space Jam. Space Jam. Then they had the new version on the following week, which I didn't last through. With um, Kobe yeah. Bryant in it. Nah, LeBron James. Ah, LeBron James. Yep. Kobe, Kobe's a bit dead. Isn't <laughs> he? I, yeah, I think he was still alive when yes. they made the movie, though. True that. Uh, anyway, um, and uh, uh, so it was uh, It was Super Bowl week this week, and so that reminded me, and then I heard something about Michael Jackson being uh, 30 years ago, and also uh, that performance was the... First time ever that the ratings for the halftime show exceeded the game itself. Quite understandable, really. Yes. And I've also just discovered that the reason they booked Michael Jackson for that halftime show was because the year before there'd been a, um, what do they call it? A white person. <laughs> no, uh, maybe. <laughs> Another. Was, Michael was white person by then. Um <laughs> Black there was white. a there was a clash, a, you know, a schedule clash with an in living colour gig or something on one oh. of the other stations. I don't know whether it was from the same network or anything. On in living colour, the comedy show or the band? Well, I think it was the band. Okay. Nineteen ninety three. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um, and so they. The previous year, they hadn't had the ratings that they'd been expecting because there'd been this other great thing on the other station. So half time, everybody flicked over. Yeah. Um, so, so to combat that, they booked Michael Jackson, and it turned out to be the first time that the halftime uh, show ratings were better than the game ratings. And that really so changed the landscape for Super Bowl because the halftime shows become yeah. huge, and the millions and millions of dollars that the advertisers spend to be um, either end of the halftime show, etc. Et yeah. Um, I've seen some funny ones. There's a BMW um, commercial with oh no, now his name's going to go out of my head. Um, uh, the actor that uh, everybody oh. likes to impersonate, you know him. Yes. And he gets in the car, and the young valet or car salesman, why have you, starts impersonating him to his face. <laughs> oh, jeez. Does just, he mind? No. <laughs> completely po-faced. It was humorous. Ah, oh, good uh, So, yeah, um, and I haven't watched all the coverage of the um, Usher um, halftime show. I've seen Not some bits with Ludacris. And I'd watch him. Uh, Usher's, I quite like Usher, actually. Better, be better than the weekend one that they had oh, three yeah, years ago. That terrible. was just, who is and this And the, uh, the costumes... Um, that I've seen with Usher and Ludacris and the other guy. Who's He's there. fit. I saw um, him take his shirt off and it's like, have a pie. He, um, and the, I guess the thing that ties it all together for me, actually, is that Michael Jackson and the, <laughs> the K-pop bands that I follow and the likes of Usher all dance, dance yep. in a way that was begun by Michael Jackson, really. Yes. Um, so the K-pop style is a lot, of, and BTS particularly, quite, um, quite Michael Jackson kind of inspired. And of course, Usher did a, not of course, but <laughs> but I know, <laughs> um, that Usher did a um, a dance track with uh, Jungkook from BTS just before, oh. before um, Jungkook went into to his compulsory military service. 
because they still have to do that even yeah. if they're famous people. The halftime show, I'd love to have seen. I've watched it because you can go back and find all these things on the tube of you. Yeah. Is the one that started with uh, Bruno Mars yes. on drums and then moved into a musical performance and then incorporated uh, Beyonce. Yeah, I'd have seen that recently. And then incorporated Coldplay. Yeah, I could have heard him. But it was up tempo Coldplay, so it was, and it was really good. Yeah, yeah, no, I have watched that recently. Actually, it must have just been um, lamenting the fact that we didn't get to Bruno Mars uh, Mm. in January. But um, yeah, uh, just you know, those halftime shows are amazing. And so one of the tracks that Michael Jackson played in his set in 1993 was this one. Called black or white. Fluffy Slipper Lounge coming to you via Radio South on 96.4 FM. If you're into terrestrial radio listening online via radiosouthland.org.nz on podcasting platforms like accessmedia.nz, which is an app you can get free through the Apple Store or Google Play or Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts as well. Or first from our Facebook page on a Friday night at about eight o'clock. Because you're at home. Yeah. Resting. Uh-huh. 
Um, it's been a. It, I love that song. I, I um, love the rhythm in it. It's it's up tempo. It's great. It's fun. And I remember the video was quite groundbreaking at the time. Apart yeah. from the, the intro that included the actor who plays Norm from Cheers and Macaulay Culkin. Let's not get into the whole Macaulay and Michael thing. They were great friends. Um, but there was Michael dancing around with a bunch of Indians. Yes. And then the all the different faces of people lip-syncing to the song and morphing from one into the other digitally was the first time that kind of technology had been used. It was really yeah. quite impressive. It's not one of my absolute favourites of his, but it's one that he played in that <gasps> set. So, What is your favourite? Oh, I'd be struggling. That's kind of why I haven't p- picked one up till now, actually, because it depends on what phase you're talking mm. about, right? Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like. <laughs> Don't blame it on the sunshine. Don't blame oh, that it was on the Jackson. I know. Yeah, it is a great song. Um, I like those kind of that era. That's bus stop and all that stuff. Uh, Lashley. Don't know. Don't know. Not that. Not beat it and not. Oh, thriller. I did quite like, but I'd have to go back and have another look. Uh, and it's always a good listen. Um, Billy Jean for me. Oh really? Simple. Duh. Oh, actually, I love Smooth Criminal. Duh. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I do like Smooth Criminal. And uh, his cover of Come Together. Yeah. Which is also really good. So much stuff. Uh, and I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but mm, have a coffee. Well, and once again, the dancing always did it for me. If it was, if it had good dancing, I was up for it. person was very talented. He was indeed. Uh, backing singer in one of the tours, Cheryl Crow. Hmm. Because he used to do the duets with her, the stuff that was sung by Sayeda Garrett from the Bad album. Oh, right. The album called Bad. Yep. Yeah. That was her before she became a solo artist. Um, speaking of great musicians, uh, a new track to play in a moment. Um, first, though, it's it's always an interesting time of year here in Southland because the, the place rumbles for about a week and a half. Uh, suddenly <laughs> the average uh, shirt size goes to triple XL. Uh, there's an awful lot of grey hair and uh, full bellies. Yes. The, and the town smells of bacon. Yes, it sure does. <laughs> sure does. When the burt happens. Uh, it's an amazing uh, festival for people who are into motorcycles with uh, a hill climb, with uh, beach racing, speedway, uh, circuit racing, um and people just going for, for cruises and, and having a good time and enjoying camaraderie and living in tents, which I could not do. Um, and, and and those people who are like me staying in hotels. Uh, and there's a lot of money comes into town from it. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, actually. Um, after our visit to Christchurch, I got a survey oh. um, via the ticketing company. But, All right. But from Christchurch NZ or whatever they you know, mm. great South things called, you know. Um, and it was very specific uh, in its questions. Like, you know. Um, how much money did you spend? Well, yes, but how much money did you spend on petrol and food outside of Christchurch and inside of Christchurch? Oh. And how many people and what did you spend on accommodation or what kind of accommodation was? That kind of thing. Um, but. You know, and and was that spend for you or for the however many people? It was interesting that they kind of delineated between mm. inside and outside Christchurch for things like food and petrol and which other is entertainment. valid. You know, yeah, yeah. Because when a whole lot, we know that there were a lot of people from Invercargill who'd gone up for the same event because yep. we saw them there. Yep. Uh, and they've all got to buy petrol somewhere along the line, and you've got to stop and have food. We had a nice lunch on the way up. Yes, uh-huh. yeah, and then there's the ones who fly, of course, and so they maybe don't spend on the way up mm. as much. Um, so, yeah, interesting survey, but um, I, don't, I don't know whether we send out anything like that for yeah. visitors. I, I I'm no assuming idea. somebody does. I enjoyed the roadie, though. It was great. Yeah, no, it was an um, easy trip. It's not a bad trip to Christchurch, really. But especially when you're not in a hurry. But yeah. the uh, the bird was absolutely fantastic. So for those people who came to town, good on you. Hope you had a great time. Um I, the social media post of the event for me was one that was put up by E. Hayes and Sons. Oh, yes. Uh, and it was a picture of a helmet with a lot of rain on it. <laughs> and it said, 
you don't come to the boot to work on your tan. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes, a reinforced stereotype. Uh, oh, yeah, but yeah. it's usually true. It's true. I mean, the organisers shifted it from November to February without really asking anyone um, to get better weather, and that didn't work. It's like the tour of Southland every year. Every time this, you know the cyclists are coming because the weather turns to crap. Mm, not having the manifestation conversation. And, <laughs> but, but the one year, there was one year when it was really fine and all the cyclists complained, oh, so why we come here? So, oh, man, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so thank you to those who were here for the boot this weekend. Uh, there's a lot of people in town for the, let's see if I can get it right because I've got to practice, the Escott Park Hotel Classic Speed Fest. Oh. Happening at Teratonga New Sponsors. Uh, thank you, Invercargo Licensing Trust. You may send me a voucher. Uh, <laughs> I was talking to one of their board members oh, when yes. we were out for dinner on Thursday night at a non-trust restaurant uh, and said that we'd gone out for our anniversary dinner at, at the Ascot Park Hotel. And she went, oh, how was it? I said, it was really good. Mm. It was it was delicious and the, the service food, was great. It was beautiful. Um, we had... Young weight staff, but they were really good. Yep. Um, but yes, well, we had, oh, okay, well, that's great. Oh, I'm concerned that she was surprised. Well, it, sometimes you do speak. brace for impact. Yes, well, people feel um, that they can, because the IALT is, they feel it's theirs, if you know what I mean. Mm. Um, they feel they can say probably more than they would say about other things. Well, and it also depends on what you're going there for. So are you going there for uh, a bar meal? Or are you going there for one of the big events in the dining room? Which, you know, we've been to quite a few of those and, and they do quite well for the number of people they're plating meals for. Or a, a more intimate dining experience in the in the restaurant, which was great. I loved it. I had a great time. And then we went to the Langlands... Um, Street party. Uh, no, garden, garden party. party. Uh, and she said, oh, how was that? And it was really good. Yeah, yeah it was good. It was out the back, out of the way, controlled entry, controlled exit, lots of little zones. People were having a great time. The yep. music was great. Uh, well done. How did we get in there? I have no idea. Oh, uh, Escott Park Hotel Classic Speed Fest. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, oh, you think I'd remember. Uh, so there, I think there are six or seven classes of cars. I'm out there doing track commentary for, for the weekend um, and looking forward to seeing a lot of... Um, fabulous old vehicles uh, a big kick in the testicles though to motorsport new zealand uh, for the complete lack of organization of the calendar this year uh, because these events there was um, this one that uh, the southland sports car club are running at teratonga there was one that the south canterbury sports car club uh, running ran at the levels uh, raceway and they went and double booked each weekend with the super sprint yeah, Toyota it's racing not okay. series and all that. It is not okay when it's such a small <clears throat> market. Yep. Um, not okay. So like I say, Motorsport Dick. New Zealand, kick yourself in your own testicles uh, because it's interesting. I mean, I'd love to have gone up to Highlands to watch that meeting. Yeah. But well, and it also means even that if I wasn't working at Teratonga, I would lend them their support and go, no. Yeah, and you want some of the people to be – the competitors to be at the events, not yeah. just the And that's, that's not me having a crack at Tony Quinn because I think he's done a, a, a great job and rescued yeah. um, <clears throat> circuits in New Zealand, not just built Highlands but um, took over uh, Hampton Downs, finished that off, and then rescued Taupo. Mm. I think they could have done without one of those Super Sprint Series meetings at Taupo, sorry, Tupo, uh, because they've got the V8 Supercars meeting coming later in the year. Yeah, it might have been kind of a brief practice run though, right? Um, but it did absolutely piss down that weekend, so. Oh, no. Take that. And Take that. Yes. It doesn't just rain in Invercargill. I haven't, I haven't looked at the forecast. And actually, I don't care no. um, because it was, I think it was mildly moist yeah, on a couple of it? occasions last year. And it's about seeing the beautiful old cars. Uh, yes. our, our good friends Karen and Phil came out last year because there was, uh, well, they didn't know, but there was a unique um Classic 80s Mustang racing, um, which of course Phil has one of those yeah. and is restoring it as a drag car. It was a drag car. Uh, it's an amazing thing. So Three. you need to make sure that they. I will are drop them a message. Of the, yes. the weekend. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm taking my bodyguard out. 
Oh, yes. Felipe, the bodyguard. Felipe, that's good. He'll have a lovely time. Uh, We've got to sort out a picnic lunch. Yes, I was just going to say. I was just thinking in my head, picnic lunch. (laughs) Um, He said he was going to do something, but I'm going to as well. He was a baker, so I should bake some bread for me, man. Uh, So that's that's me this weekend. Uh, You've been at Waimumu Field Days. Yes. And again, uh, it's massive. It's massive. Um, and all that money coming in into the south. Is, I mean, it's not enough places in Gore for people to stay. So all the, the hotels and motels down here are full as well. Yep, and Winton and yep, right up to Belclutha. Yeah, uh, and you were there on the rainiest day, uh, of course. Which did you have your flash gum boots, or did you? No, I um, I I cracked out the um, the urban red band or the. Uh, Doc Martins, actually. The purple docks? I cracked out the purple docks for the occasion because I thought Go they, would you be, rock chick. they would be dry and suitable. And were they comfy? Yeah, they were actually. having Because um, they would be 25 years old, at wow. least, maybe 30. Wow. Um, so they were hanging in there very nicely. But yes, it was um, a rainy day, so... But thousands, thousands, it's that, you know, don't forget where you've parked your car moment. Wow, yeah. And then when I was leaving, it was it had been raining a lot, and I was on a slope pointing downwards. Rut roll. But I was in this, because they double row, you know, there's a... Yep. Um, and then they have a break, and then they have double row, and then yep. they break. Um, so I was in the back part, and... There was a car in front of me, obviously. And so I was leaving in the middle of the afternoon, and it had been raining all day, and it was on a slope pointing down ways, and I'm thinking, need new tyres. It's been raining all day, and it's on on the grass on a paddock. I'm likely to not be able to go backwards <laughs> to get out of my park, <laughs> um, unless the person in front of me has already left. Uh, but I got to the car, and the person in front of me had not left. So I very, very gingerly backed my way out of my car park. <laughs> and I did, I did have a wee bit of a spun just as I was... Um, you know, turning the wheel to get right to go out of you know to do a kind of right hand turn to get out of the It'd be park. One of those moments when you you get. <clears throat> oh, I thought, oh shit! I, the last thing I want is to be standing here having to get some farmer in a twin cab ute to help me out. <laughs> it's like, blah, blah, blah. So no, I was very careful, and I I got out without any incident. <laughs> that's that for another year. Indeed, and it was National Lamb Day as well. Just have to check oh, of course, out. true. And a very nice T-shirt you had. Yes. Was there any kind of T-shirts? Did we? Yes, I think we did. But we'll mention it again. What? Who did? Oh, yes, yes. The merch. Uh, we went to last weekend the opening reopening of Threes and Sevens Records. Uh, we were going to watch Hudaki's acoustic performance, um, but they must have slept in. Yeah, they were late, um, we, and we had a lunch appointment, which is a shame because Rad Dad was there cooking burgers. So, oh man, they yes. look so good. Well, he was on the the lamb. Day store. Oh, with, was he? He now? had designed some lamb tacos, which were apparently very nice. It's not an emoji then. No. Okay. Uh, where were we? Uh, oh, Threes and Sevens Records. Oh, no. oh, yeah, just move into the next song. Let's stop that. Oh, hi. Oh, hello not, to you too. Not Oh, hi, oh, but oh, oh, hi. On the banks. Oh, oh hi. Oh. Oh. Hi. Hi. Is the new single from Crowded House. Ah. Oh. So they're still going. Uh, these days, it's still Neil Finn and Nick Seymour, older brother of the very successful Mark of another band. Mm. Uh, and they are joined, because of course they lost um, Paul Hester um, a few years ago, a tragic self harm incident. Uh, Mitchell Froome. And Neil's sons, Liam and Alroy. Has he got a son called Liam? Yeah, Liam's actually quite a successful musician on his own. Liam and Liam. Liam and Neil. Oh, Neil. That's good to say. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Brain fart. (laughs) I wonder what the smell was. Um, So Neil Finn. Uh, Tim Finn used to be part of the band as well. That would just confuse it even more, especially if Tim's son, who looks so much like him, was in the band too. Um, They've got uh, a new 
album, which is due out in April. I think I had a press release come through Friday morning about that. Um, but the single has been released. Uh, it was released last Friday. I wish they'd sent it to us a bit earlier. We could have featured it. Uh, much like uh, Kayla Mann, who put out a single on Friday, which she should have sent to us as well. So instead, Kayla, we're going with Crowded House. <laughs> if, if you think I'm grumpy, you should see Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, look out. Yeah, it's not often you see him pissy, but he was, oh, man. <laughs> uh, it's a nice song. It's really up-tempo. I had to listen to it out of sheer curiosity, uh, always having enjoyed Crowded House music. That's really nice. So see what you think. Oh, hi. is new music from Crowded House. Oh, hi. Uh, quite like it. Oh, that's right. Uh, Good on, summer cruising kind of song. Yeah, it is. Uh, on the way, uh, some beatboxing you ain't going to believe, uh, and Darren selects some Asian music for a change. Ooh. If we get that far. Let's see how we go anyway. Um, we'll get our movie track out of the way, and then we're going to talk about some sporting success at the weekend. Uh, the movie Pretty in Pink was one of those films that came out in the 80s and was of, of a generation. You know, there were all the, the Brat Pack or whatever they want to call them uh, who were making movies. Um, and, oh God, her name has just completely gone out of my head. Um, but the soundtrack was just Yeah, the soundtrack brilliant. was the best part for me. But I, don't yeah, think yeah. I, I don't even think I watched the whole movie. Molly Ringwald, that was the name I was trying to remember. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and she was a girl who played the drums so she was cool mm. but i love the theme which came from the psychedelic furs yes i love the furs anyway yes but and, and to be fair it's one of my top two or three favorite furs songs ah um, it's not my favorite i don't know why it just it, it resonates with me i can remember what i was doing back in belcleto at the day when this this came out oh well there you go 
which I won't share because it's boring, really. <laughs> <laughs> or is it personal? Nah, it's boring. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, shame. Yeah. <laughs> so from the movie Pretty in Pink, this week's fluffy slipper lounge movie music, The Psychedelic Furs. in pink the psychedelic furs which we will play for the crew at threes and sevens records for their reopening uh last weekend great new store indeed and i see they've got new signage up just in the last day or two so ah what Yay. was the video game they had in there then arcade game oh, classic arcade wasn't pac-man a, or something no, like that it was one of the punching uh, you know, oh, um, fighting ones street fighter street or fighter right uh, and it was really funny because there was a girl on there It was about 12, 13 And she had no idea <laughs> how to play it She was trying to ask her parents And I don't even think her parents knew No I played uh, it and I had no idea what it was I was useless at it but, um, Punch the Jesus out of every new button mo- It's a new oh. machine I think Oh You know so um, Modern retro Yeah if you yeah. know what I mean yes. Great clothing Yes Some really cool What are they called? Um, boiled toad or something <laughs> the, the little 
clothes that they've got, oh. um, the second-hand clothes that they've got in there that she used to have next door. Right. Um, I think they're called Boiled Toad or something like that. Um, yeah, a couple of nice things in there. And some nice uh, music T-shirts and yep. nice oh, turntable. Jordan's partner's name? I don't know. From Alley Cat Tattoo? Yes, I don't know. And just done part of the beautiful South Sea Spray yeah, she work got in Winton. Award, didn't she? she yep. did, um, people's choice. Or I saw them walking, walking hand in hand to get the work the other morning, which was sweet. Uh, they're a lovely couple, uh, and it's well worth a visit. And, and nothing like getting some vinyl. And there's no doubting Jordan's musical abilities. Yes, either. <laughs> no, no, very diverse. Yes, and very interesting um, magazine that you found that was produced yes. by artists in Dunedin. Yeah. Um, so like a like a. Um, Comic, yeah, know, black and um, white. But oh, I've got a special name like fanzines, but not fanzines. Um, yeah, I haven't seen any like that around for a long time. Um, yonks, literally. There, were, there yonks. were lots of them around there for a while and locked out of Wellington. But um, yeah, pleased to see that he's supporting some dudes. And he told us about a refurbed coffee shop that we must go to yes. somewhere up there. So okay, um, well, it's full of full of great information. Not that we need the excuse, but no. thanks, Jordan. We'll follow up on that. Indeed. Uh, from the cool and hipness of vinyl and clothing and uh, arcade games and tattoos uh, to sport for a second. Um, and uh, last week, big weekend for a couple of uh, fluffy favourites. Uh, Cormac Buchanan had high expectations of him at the Burt Munro, uh, and particularly with the New Zealand Superbike Supersport uh, championships happening there on the Sunday instead of the street racing that they've had in previous years. And um, uh, Cormac won the championship, secured the championship. <clears throat> Great, even though he had a slightly not as good as it might have been. Yeah, I think he had a DSQ for one race, yeah. but still uh, won. Uh, and I think the final round of the championship is in Hampton Downs, and that's the thing. Uh, uh, beginning in March, does he go? Does he? Because he doesn't need to. Yeah, surely. Yeah, People. for the sponsors, absolutely yeah. he will. And he yeah. does that stuff really well. Yeah, and he's, he it's, never says he doesn't need any more practice. True. Uh, and hooping and a hollering, I imagine there would have been in the Leach household here it's in Otakago we last weekend. <laughs> uh, because as we've mentioned, uh, Southlander Brendan Leach has been competing in the Asian Le Mans series in the GT class uh, for Leap at Motorsport. That's the, the group that he races for in Europe. Uh, his co-drivers Marco Mapelli and Gabriel Rindone. Great name. Yes, and Brendan. And Brendan. Le Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> You've just given him a new name, you beauty. Um, so it'd be fair to say, what's the technical term for it? It's been a shit season so far with the first four rounds going not well for them. I think they call it gathering experience. Uh, really quite lots of unluckiness but the final round at the beautiful Yas Marina circuit in Abu Dhabi last weekend they won top of the podium for their class yeah yay wahoo yeah yay uh so well done well done that man well played yeah next up the strange uh online browsing habits of Lindell <laughs> You, you find some weird oh, I'm stuff. I'm not sure I find them, but it just they come. It finds you. It finds me. It falls into your hands. <laughs> yes, it does. Where did this next... I have no idea. Actually, it must have... I think it was an Instagram reel, you know, doom scrolling, blah, 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 blah. Is um, that a thing? Yes. That's, oh, what what you do, that's what you do at night when you're in bed. Oh, uh, no. And you just, just go... Mm. Well, some people do when they're in bed. Other people do other things when they're in bed at night. Um. Or just wasting time, you know. You just yep. start scrolling, scrolling. Um, and I don't know why this c came up. But the algorithm must have thought that I needed um, some an English, a thirty-eight-year-old English school teacher with four children who has recently won the Teacher of the Year award because he has turned reading picture books and learning things like times tables. Into wraps, and this you know sounds oh Not the yeah, eating wraps. It sounds all very you know like back in the day where I had times table CDs and stuff they could still learn. But this guy, this guy is great. So so he's a London based um, thirty eight year old teacher with four children um, who's made this great kind of universe of MC grammar. 
spelt M-G-R-A-M-M-A-R, um, to help engage kids in reading and learning English, funnily enough, in England. Um, and this one is the one that popped in to my feed, which is, and we used to read this book to the kids all the time. Yes, we did. Um, and it was, um, we're going on a bear hunt. Which we did do on a number of occasions. We uh, Yes, because we had quite a few bears in our house, and of the soft toy variety. And so we had bear hunts all the time, and the boys loved um, making the sound effects and da-da-da. And it's good re- repetition and all that stuff. So hey, this guy, MC Grammar, um, gives you a little, just a little taster of the first, you know, f- half a dozen pages of the book. Um, and he writes a rap and, and does it, reading the book, and but then leaves you and kind of says, you know, you can't rap if you can't read. Um, and gets the kids to read the rest of it themselves. So anyway, here's a, I don't know, 40 seconds probably. Um, 35. Oh, 35. 35 action-packed seconds. I, look, I could listen to the whole book like this. It's it's really well done. So um, go that man. Yeah, here we go, going on a bear hunt. Long way there you go <laughs> you can't help it can you mc grammar and there was beatbox in there he's got friends he's got friends in there doing that and they, look have a look at his um facebook page his website's a bit rubbish so don't go there um but his facebook page has got heaps of clips and um and a youtube channel too yeah and a youtube channel but any teachers that i know that have got primary school kids go for it it's fantastic take it away here's paul mccartney Actually, no, I forgot. I forgot. Oh, he forgot something. I forgot. There's a re- recorded evidence. Yes. Darren forgot something. I forgot something. So I did promise I was going to do this. Um, in Radio Without Pictures last edition, yes. this week's edition, yes. I played uh, 28 one-hit wonders from the 1970s. There's 29 of them coming next week. And in there was the Rubettes and Sugar Baby Love. Which oh, I love. It's yeah. a great song yeah, yeah. with falsettos that would make Frankie Valley blush. Yes. And um, I saw in the information as I was doing some reconnaissance or research uh, that it had been covered in 1984 by a Japanese duo called Wing. Oh. And it was the only hit that they ever had. Now, I couldn't play theirs because. This was about the 1970s. Right. But it did stick out for me. I thought, oh, we'll play it in Fluffy. Now, it, it would be fair to say that Lyndall listens to a fair bit of Asian music. That is very polite Kiwi understatement. <laughs> and others. Uh, and others. Like what? Like, um, I was just listening to a new guy from, I don't know, England yesterday. Actually. Oh, okay. Oliver somebody. Was he Asian? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the Rubens. The R- Rubens are good. Rina Sawayama. <laughs> so anyway, this is Wing and their version of Sugar Baby Love.
Okay, in case you're wondering what the heck am I listening to, you're listening to the Fluffy Slipper Lounge on Radio Southland. We have have always been and will continue to be uh, Darren and Lyndall Ludlow. That's a Japanese group called Wing and their cover of the older Rubets one-hit wonder, Sugar Baby Love. Thank wow. you very much. I know. I can help you with some slightly better music from that part of the world if you like. Okay. <laughs> I'll get, you're going to yep. pick, pick one for next week. Oh, all right. I'm not sure. As I'm well as your usual. Oh, okay. Righto. Not, uh, yeah. Let's, right. let, we'll postpone postpone the movie music for a while. Oh. oh. Well, I'm running oh, out of well, ideas. I'm, yeah, no, I might be able to find something that relates to a movie. Well, we've already played Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. <laughs> no, I mean like a... Um, like Bridge a, over the river, quiet. A K-drama oh, oh, okay. title song or something. That'd be interesting. Yes, yes. There are some interesting ones. Right. Yep. Um, I do. There was a there was a three piece or four piece rock band you were playing. One RK one Rock, the guys that did yeah. the with the symphony. Yeah, they're amazing. I was rather impressed, to they be perfectly amazing. honest. They're Japanese. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and a whole lot older than they look. They're the ones who's one of the one of the guys is married to. Um, oh, her name's gone right out of me. Hmm. April Levine's sister. Oh, really? Um, randomly, because I know these things. Um, um, yeah, no, my, they're really my good. Trivia memory. They're really good. Okay. And if they were going to have a concert while we were over there, I would definitely try and go. Which, by the way, we're going back in June. Whoop! But that's the last time we're going to mention it. Uh, we also need you. So, this is. You're going to be picking a lot of music for the next edition. There you go. Thank you. Uh, to pick a piece of music from Selwyn Sounds, one of oh, the artists the that you'll be seeing in a couple of weeks at Selwyn Sounds. Okay. Please go for Go West. Yeah. Oh, no, it's entirely up to well, you. Well, there's a lot to choose from. There's Nick Kershaw, there's uh, The Mockers, there's... The Choir Boys. The choir Boys, Human League, Go West. Somebody else? Yeah, Ricky Morris? Yes, Ricky Morris. Right. So there could be, you know, a number. But I'll play some and then I'll play the one I liked the best while I was there. How does that sound? Ah. For the aftermatch. Right. What, what, what if, if I survive. What if, what, <laughs> <laughs> what if it's the same song again? Oh, well, so be it. <laughs> well, it's not like radio doesn't repeat stuff. No, and it's, I'll try not to choose the one that I think I like the most. Although it's often not the case when you see it live, it can be something completely unexpected, can't it? That you really, really enjoy. So, well, it's not like radio doesn't repeat stuff. <laughs> well, it's not like uh, we haven't come to the end of the show actually, and oh, we have. Okay, good things, but all come to an end. And the show for this week, <laughs> we have been a little bit rambly, uh, but I love it. Uh, and it's been great fun, and we are grateful for you spending the time with us. And I hope you will come back and inflict some more of us on you next week. Thank you for listening, and uh, take care of yourself. We'll catch you again. Yeah, Tumpy Dick. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand On Air. Their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available. To find similar programs by other stations involved, go online to accessmedia.nz.